Hey guys, welcome to episode 3 of Self Love with Bulani. Today, we're talking self-compassion from a mental health perspective. We're going to be dealing with what self-compassion is, the benefits of self-compassion, and how you and I can practice self-compassion in our daily lives. Um, I have a special guest, and she's here to introduce herself. Hello all. Hello I'm from Maserulisoto and I am a mental health practitioner. Thank you for that. So, uh, self-compassion. Yes, we're talking self-compassion today. What is it? Um, could you start with what self-compassion is and, and why we need to be compassionate to ourselves? Okay, so... I'll start with basically just uh, defining for our listeners what compassion is and then just um, taking it down or maybe up a notch by saying self-compassion, right? So compassion in itself, it's the deep awareness of the suffering of another, you know, coupled with the desire to, to, to relieve it. You know, when you see somebody suffering, you're like, I, I wish I could do something about it. I wish I could take them to somebody who can help them if I can't, you know, everything's synonymous to that. So basically when you bring the concept of self in it self-compassion it's all that but towards me you know Mm -hmm. it's all that but towards you so we put me we put you you know under the light you know we become the subject of matter so it's you can also call it empathy you know you, you consciously decide to nurture yourself emotionally and physically you consciously decide to just be nice to yourself Mm -hmm. you know in the middle of all your challenges everyday challenges Mm -hmm. so yeah that's basically it so this reminds me of this um video that i saw um where this guy was talking about how he had to learn um self-compassion by practicing speaking to himself or responding to his uh emotional needs and and challenges by how he would do that for a close friend of his so um in the video he was basically saying you know how if if a friend came and they had the same issue that you had you'd be more compassionate you'd be much kinder you'd be more empathetic you'd try to offer a solution or even if you're not offering a solution but you wouldn't listen with criticism or judgment. You know, you'd yes. be a, a soft landing for your friend. So basically learning how to be soft landings uh, for ourselves and through our challenges, through our issues to say, okay, this is this is you and you're going through this and, you know, how can I help you? Yes. But, you know, with the backgrounds that we have, the type of upbringing that we have, the company that we keep, it's really not easy to take all that and bring it to yourself it's not easy to, to to sit in front of a mirror and say okay now i'm bringing all the solutions i'm giving to my friends and acquaintances i'm bringing them to me i'm going to listen to me i'm going to be nice to me i'm going to come up with solutions for me it's really not easy so i wouldn't say you need to push you just need inspiration to be nice to yourself you should ask yourself why should i be nice to me why should i be compassionate to me this time why should i be empathetic mm. towards me this time so once you have that inspiration not necessarily push because some some something can push you but in a in a rather toxic way so once it comes from within asking you why you should compassionate to you then it's easier for you to come up with answers why 
and then you take it from there mm. for you you know it's very important to know that it's for you yeah okay that's that's really interesting because um usually i think our go to response um a lot of us have this go to response where when you've done something that you feel is wrong or you're not performing at your best mm. our go to response is usually to criticize and to judge and to say why are you not performing like this why are you not sticking to your deadlines why are you not being like this instead of saying okay i understand that you could be going through something what is it that you're going through that's making you perform yes. this way so it's it's being a lot more understanding i think to yourself um less criticizing less judgmental more empathetic and more understanding to yourself and into your circumstance so that you're able to find a solution that would work yes for find you. the balance yeah but you know what else we do as people there's this word always you know when you're going through the most you know challenges circumstances either at home work school wherever and there comes a time where you really just criticize yourself you don't criticize yourself for that one um circumstance you bring it down to you always do this mm. you always fail you mm. always delay when it comes to this and that you mm. always you always you always so the minute you say you always you're no longer judging or criticizing the situation it's you now you're criticizing mm. you you're bringing you down and it's really not healthy when it comes to that because you're no longer criticizing the situation you're long, you're no longer judging the situation you you're just beating you up and i think it also erases always kind of erases all the other times when you didn't do that yes. because now it just looks like you're always doing this um you're unable it makes you unable to see the other times when you performed well positive makes yes. yes you know because you've covered your performance with you're always bad um so yeah our language really really matters yes. when, when yes. you're speaking to yourself yeah and it brings us to a point where you you start counting the number of times when you didn't perform. You always do this. You're like, yeah, in March you did this. In January you did this. So it's a pattern. You always mm. fail. You always do this. Mm. And we do it unconsciously so much so that it it becomes a norm for us. You know, you you have ten things in front of you and you can't even say, "Hey, all these five, I did really good." Mm. You overlook them and you look at the five where you didn't do good. Mm. So it's. It, it's a lot for mm. us to, to, to and whereas to and whereas if it was a friend of yours you'd be able to say yeah you're not doing good in this particular situation but look at all the other times when you've yes, done good but so this. with ourselves we're a lot harsher and a lot more critical and a lot more judgmental and we use words that seem to evade everything that we've done that that was good and we're like oh my god you're such a loser look at all the times that you've done one two three four five and you're right because the minute you say always i think you you tune your brain into looking for all the other times that you've done horribly um and those become amplified in your mind and you can't say okay um no but that's actually not true because you've actually done six seven eight nine ten which were which were really good yeah and i think also because we want to please certain multitudes of people in our lives our parents our, our friends, friends, social media. It's very easy for us to basically just beat ourselves up about the things that we didn't do right, the things that we didn't, you know, achieve. So it's quite easy for us to mm. better ourselves. Especially because in the world of social media and everything, 
people's lives seem to be more heightened. Yeah. Um, you go on Instagram, you go on Twitter, you go on Facebook, like people seem to be achieving. I was talking to a friend just yesterday and saying LinkedIn is so overwhelming because you go on LinkedIn and everybody just has their life together. Everybody just passed this exam. Everybody's just a young CEO somewhere. You, you know, know, it it can get to you and make you feel like, oh my you're God, what are you doing with your life? You know, you're, you're not just, posting enough. Yeah, or you're not even doing enough. Mm. Maybe you're not posting enough because you're not doing enough. And so we get into a rut where you feel like, oh my God, um, you're not, you're not performing. You're not where other people are. Oh, and yes. Then we start to get self-critical and we start to get self-judgmental. Um, so these are some of the reasons why we, we, we need to be compassionate to ourselves. Mm. Why should we be compassionate to ourselves? Why should we be empathetic to our, to, to, towards ourselves? Why should we nurture? Why should we... Why should I forgive myself for the mistakes that I make? Mm. Why should I just be kind to myself, you know? Mm. So nurturing oneself really it has benefits a lot of benefits like it can set precedence to better health mm. relationships and basically just general well-being and so far research has um has revealed a number of findings uh like when you're nice to yourself if i may just use nice as an umbrella term you your your, your anxiety if you have if you're somebody who suffers from anxiety it really just lowers itself because you're more aware of the circumstances that you live under. We're not saying you should relax and not work hard towards the things that you want to achieve. But but we're saying you should be lenient towards yourself. You should not push so hard that there's nothing left to push, you know. Mm. Yes. I and think it sorry, just to budge in there, and I think it also makes you very aware of your triggers as well. Because yes. um that you're able to say like for me, as I was saying, LinkedIn, going on LinkedIn, you realize, okay, LinkedIn is sort of a trigger. So I'm going to minimize the number of times that I go onto LinkedIn yes. because that makes me feel like I'm not doing anything with my life. And so I don't want to feel like that. So being uh, nice to yourself and being compassionate and being aware of your triggers helps you, um, yeah, to with your mental health because you don't want to be in a in a space where you just feel like, oh my God, I'm... I'm not doing anything Mm. yeah and also when you're self-compassionate towards you you you're kind to yourself and you recognize when you're suffering like we're just using the word aware you you are aware when you're suffering you're aware of your triggers and you know what to do like no i'm gonna minimize my time on linkedin i'm gonna minimize my time on twitter i'm gonna minimize basically my time on social media so those can thereby lower your your, your anxiety Anxiety. levels Mm -hmm. your depression if you're living with it paranoia everything just synonymous to that so we need to be aware of everything you need to be conscious about everything and be intentional about pretty much doing what is right for you know why you're doing it if you have to write in your journal or your diary that this week i want to practice um kindness towards me and towards the next person do what you have to do in order to be kind in order mm. to be kind, in order to be nice and see how it ref- it reflects on you and how it makes you feel because at the end of the day you're intentional about it so obviously you want feedback from you and maybe even from the next person and, and being nice to yourself doesn't necessarily mean because 
a person like me would think, okay, I'm being nice to myself and I'm going to spoil myself and buy myself a cup of coffee. But if you do that and I'm going to buy myself like really nice lunch today because I'm being self-compassionate. But if you're doing that and your um, internal dialogue is not self-compassionate, then mm. that's not what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, because you have to fix inside first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to so, fix the inside first. You have to cultivate, mm. you know. Um, yes, yeah. remove all that. The weeds. Yes, yeah. remove from the inside and then out. You'll be able to radiate on the outside. Mm. You'll be able to know that I really do deserve this cup of coffee. Mm. And you won't, feeling nice won't depend on you buying yourself stuff. Mm. You, can, you can also still be nice to yourself even when you're in bed mm. deciding that you know what I need a day inside today mm. I won't be needing to go buy myself an expensive pair of pens or something mm. you know so how do you how do you practice self-compassion towards yourself I have a few ways here that I've written in my notes mm-hmm. so you can write a letter to yourself you know think of a situation that has caused you to feel a lot of pain you know a lot of uh, sorrow Maybe it can be break up with a lover, job loss, or mm. poorly received application somewhere. You know, they didn't admit you in varsity, so you really don't have plan B. You know, write a letter to yourself describing the situation, but without blaming anyone. Do not blame anyone, because if you're blaming somebody else, you're finding a way to hold on to that thing, mm. you know. So use this exercise to nurture your feelings, you know. Mm. The, 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 the fact that you wrote that application to that school or to that job or you wrote that presentation that was poorly received, it was a step in the in, in a positive direction for you. You did something. Mm-hmm. Just that the next person didn't receive it as well as you, you'd hoped. So you, you know at that time that, you know what, this made me feel sad, but it's okay, I can try again. I'm not the same as somebody else who didn't do anything. I and tried. You can, and I think you can also learn from it, because maybe there's a reason why it was poorly received, and mm-hmm. maybe this time around there's something that I can do to better. better. Um, you said something about um, acknowledging your feelings. Yes. And I think that's very important um, that the minute you you sit down with yourself and you're like, okay, what am I feeling and why am I feeling this that I'm feeling? I've noticed for myself, and this is like a very personal experience that I've noticed for myself that when I'm when I give myself the time to sit down with myself and I dissect my own feelings and I'm like, I'm sad, but why am I sad? What happened that made me sad? Okay, do you need something? Is there something that I can do now to relieve the sadness? Or do I just need to sit with the sadness and feel it? That exercise or that moment that I give myself to just feel whatever I'm feeling Mm -hmm. without criticizing myself, without trying to make it feel like, okay, you've been sad for 10 minutes, you need to like cut it now. Yes, But just living in the sadness for however long that I need to live in it. But being very careful not to sit too long though, yes. because that's also really a problem. Wanna, like, yeah, you don't want to wallow, yes. but you also need to to feel it so that it just washes over you. And I realized that the minute that I sit and I acknowledge my feelings, whether I'm feeling sad, whether I'm feeling jealous, whether I'm feeling envious, whether I'm feeling guilty, um, guilty mm-hmm. whether I'm feeling shameful any emotion that I'm feeling, if I acknowledge it and I say, okay, this is why I'm feeling this way. Is there anything that I can do about it? Yes. Then it easily just washes off and I, and I stop feeling like that. And I think our problem, um, and I, 
which comes from our societal upbringing is always trying to run away from our feelings and the more it it just bugs you Mm, you know the more and and the more it bugs you because you're really not dealing with it so instead of dealing with one thing that you could could have dealt with in one afternoon now you've taken it's taken six months for you to still be dealing with the same issue that you could have dealt with because you're not acknowledging how one situation is making you feel so it's also really important to be very honest with yourself and say okay you know sometimes um as an example a lot of people don't like to acknowledge being heartbroken you know because you feel like I lost. Uh, you know, I'm a yeah. loser. Or, or um, I play my cards right in this one. Exactly. Or, I'm so stupid. You know, yeah. or that person has too much power over me. If I, if I ever acknowledge that they hurt me, um, but not acknowledging that you were hurt in a situation means now you're prolonging it and and you're not really dealing with it. So there are certain things that you yourself will feel like, oh my god, this is too shameful for me to be feeling like this about but if you don't do the emotional labor for yourself then you're gonna have to deal with it uh longer much longer than you would have had to deal with it if you just faced it and said okay i'm feeling sad this happened okay and then you can move on from it yes and um it's it's very important for you to to let yourself be vulnerable with yourself you know i have a friend (laughs) she has an alter ego (laughs) So her alter ego is a doll she placed in her in her bedroom. So whenever she's feeling some type of way, she just goes back and talks to it. She has a name mm. and she talks to it and tells it, you know what, I, this is how I'm feeling. Do you think I'm stupid? Do you think mm. I was crazy? No, mm. I, I don't. Think so. so I think if you have an alter ego, you're not afraid to be vulnerable towards that mm. aspect of yourself because an alter ego is you. It's mm. you. It's, it, it's inner you or it's, it's you that you don't really show to the outside world. So you, is, you you need to like this is a really interesting concept because um I was watching this YouTube uh channel on multiple personalities mm-hmm. and um that's when I actually started being self compassionate um well with myself obviously mm-hmm. self compassionate but that's when I started being self compassionate because I saw this um youtube channel where this lady has multiple personalities there'll be one personality that's a a nurturer one personality mm-hmm. will be a fighter one personality will be like um the her everyday life but they're all a way for her to cope with with mm-hmm. life and everything and i thought okay if she has a personality that is a more compassionate more mother-like figure where she's able to say okay so this is what i'm feeling and the more compassionate mother-like um, personality will be able to, you know, respond like a mom and respond in a kind, positive way and be like, hey, sweetie, you know, you did your best. It probably didn't work out this time, but you still can try again yeah, next yeah. time. And I thought this is a really good concept. So I'm going to try it for myself. And anytime that I feel bad, I'm just going to speak to myself like a mom <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or I speak mean... to myself like a friend and say, hey, um, I know you're feeling this and it's sad in, in the moment, but it's not the end of the world and you, know, you can yes. get up again tomorrow and try again. And it has really, really helped me. So I guess maybe I also have an alter ego. <laughs> yes. And, you know, when, when, when it comes to that uh, aspect of uh, multiple personalities, 
sometimes you get to ask yourself like what would fighter me do mm. you know what would feisty me do what would mm. uh, kind nurture me do, do? Mm. yes exactly you get to ask yourself such questions and actually answer yourself mm. you you're not expecting answers from anybody else and you can take it from there and you are definitely sure that fighter me would give me a lot of positive reinforcement mm. they would remind you that girl you did this last year you did mm. this last week let's be happy about you're that. a conqueror you're victorious you definitely know? Um. let's be happy about that and this didn't work out we're feeling sad but it's okay don't wallow in it for two weeks though mm. so yeah. after some time pick yourself up and we try again and we do better if it means having to go consult somewhere for help then so be it mm. you know mm. so another way that we can be uh, more kinder to ourselves and practice self-compassion is is definitely yes giving yourself en- encouragement and those positive reinforcement statements you know you can write them on your sticky notes and uh, stick them on your PC or stick them on your wardrobe where you can basically just see them daily affirmations mm. yes and you have to practice mindfulness you know even if it's just meditating for some time meditating over a good quote a bible verse mm. you know meditating over words that your friend said that really just stuck so if you're doing that you're basically just starting or ending your day on a pe- on a positive note, mm, you know, that mm. I am a conqueror. And you, you think of all the situations where you conquered, you think of all the things that you... you all the dragons that you slayed, basically, mm, yes. Mm. So you need to be mindful over what you feed your mind because the mm, mind you also is have a sponge. Be, you also have to be very, very intentional about mm. the stuff that you're taking in, um, whether it's music social media or the conversations you're having as well because if you if you keep critical company you might not be critical with yourself but if you keep critical company it kind of spills over to you as well you internalize it. you internalize it Mm. you think oh my god what would uh, my friend think now that i've done this Mm. or i didn't uh, succeed in this oh my god now they're gonna think i'm a loser or now they're gonna think this so it's also very important to the the conversations and the company that you keep as well is quite important in in helping you to be more self compassionate and much kinder to yourself yeah yeah and also when you're mindful with yourself you you are you don't allow things to get stored in your in your in your subconscious because the minute things get stored in there it means you didn't deal with them in the first place so when you don't deal with something in the first place one it goes there. Obviously, you don't know. You just think, ah, I just stopped thinking about that boy. Mm. But you didn't really uh, think about the hurt that he caused you or mm. think about the role you played in that um, toxic space that you were in, such that you bring everything out in the open to yourself and you just deal with everything. You're like, okay, no, here I was wrong. There mm. he was wrong. Okay, here I was hurt. You know, so it's important for you to deal with everything such that it doesn't go out in the subconscious because the minute it decides to come out itself, you know, the brain is constantly trying to evolve, trying to survive, all those things. So once those things decide to come out and you really have no control over them, you start having nightmares, you start thinking, you start behaving uh, mm. the way you, you were in the past. Or you establish a pattern. Yes, now you go into yes. the next uh, phase of your life, the next relationship, the next job, the next everything, and you're still exhibiting um, old behaviors. Old behavior yeah. that wasn't um, helpful to you. So it is very important to be aware, self aware, and very intentional about yourself in the spaces that you mm. enter. And very intentional about being kind to yourself in the spaces that you yes. enter, whether you're performing really well 
or you feel like you're not performing well at all to say okay maybe i need a little bit of help and how can i get that without badgering myself without Mm. putting myself down um but acknowledging that i might not know everything Mm. in in every circumstance and so i need help now in this situation and i think lastly what i would like to say is sometimes you you just need to know when to stop as a person You, you need to know when to stop you know, there's this motto. It's not a motto, but it's a, it's a phrase that is said in an advert of, um, I think it's gambling. Mm. Of winners know when to stop or winners know when to quit, something mm. like that. You need to know when to stop. Some things really don't require your energy. They can be so draining to you and your mind so much that you don't even know or you don't even realize that, okay, I need to stop this. It's not going to benefit me in any way. And some things are just beyond my level of understanding as a human person. Mm. And for the sake of my brain, I would really rather not feed it so much curiosity. Because the more you're curious, the more you become obsessed with something. And Mm. sometimes you're like, no, this is a topic that I like and I really want to explore it. But you're just becoming obsessive towards it. Mm. So you do not want to take yourself through things that are that you won't be able to disseminate whether it's obsession or it's passion you know mm. so yes you do not want to put yourself through that so you need to know when to stop some things mm. you know, yes whether it's relationships whether it's um basically other things that you you, you were initially interested in but you need to know when to quit when you to also stop. need to know when to stop being mean to yourself <laughs> yes. and when to stop oh being God. harsh and when to stop mm. being critical because sometimes you do need to be um firm with yourself um without removing the kindness and without removing the the understanding but sometimes you just need to give yourself a pep talk and say hey babes you know you need to do one two three and you need to do one two three like this but you need to know how to do it in a way that's not self-bettering where you can still keep your compassion and your kindness to yourself but also hold yourself accountable Mm. and um hold yourself at a higher standard and say okay you're not going to perform at this standard because this is the person that or the standard that you perform at but you can keep that and you can do your best and you can um keep a standard without uh criticizing yourself or without criticism being the motivation behind you Mm. doing well Mm. so um if you can keep compassion as the motivation if you can keep uh self-love and self-kindness and as your motivation for you to keep doing well and that's more beneficial to your mental health and your well-being even in the longer term than just yeah than just in this particular task or in this particular uh scenario that you're in yeah. Yes, and yes, you are right. If you if we keep those things as the underlying foundation, yes, mm. that's the what the, the the term I wanted, mm. because you will always return to the foundation that the whole point or the whole goal is for me to love myself. The whole goal is for me to achieve one, two, three. The whole goal is for me to to be kind to myself. The whole goal is for my mental health to to have a glow up every now and again. So if you keep returning to your foundation then you'll know when things are not going according mm-hmm. to the goals of the foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's very important yeah. to have those. Yeah. So that if you're harsh with yourself, you're like, ah, but this is not self-love, girl. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's, it's not. not. Let's go back to, to, to mm-hmm. the fundamentals. Yeah. 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 And I also like this thing where they say, you know that uh, quote, it's not you, it's me. Mm-hmm. I've always used it to say that that's when people say something, um, because people are projecting half mm. the time. Well, not even half the time. Like most of the time people are projecting. So if somebody says something to me that I don't think is very true about myself, then I always just say it's not me, it's you. 
um, because you're projecting on me. Yeah. And you're self-aware. Yeah, yeah. You're self-aware. And it also helps you to not internalize the things that you hear about yourself or the things that people may say about you, whether in your workspace or um, in your relationships or anyway, because now you know who you are mm-hmm. and um, you know your intentions, you know how you show up and you're able to say, ah, here, this person is just projecting on me. So mm-hmm. you don't have to take on what they're saying. and You don't have to allow it um, to bugger over you because now this person said one, two, three. So it's really important. It goes right back to being self-aware and being intentional and being kind and, and everything to be able to say, to be able to discern mm-hmm. what is for you and what isn't for you. Because sometimes people come and they give you um, advice and it looks like it's well intentioned and sometimes it is sometimes it's not so if you're compassionate and you're kind to yourself you're able to discern what part of that do I need do I need am I gonna take what part of that am I gonna take and what part of that doesn't serve me and I don't need to take it all because that was just projection or that was that I don't know what it was but that's not for me you yeah. know yeah so it's right back to um self-awareness right back to acknowledging your feelings um speaking in a language that is kinder uh affirming yourself again affirmations are coming for like this is the third episode and affirmations are coming again Mm -hmm. that's just how important they are and like i said i'm a huge proponent for continuing to affirm yourself because what you say to yourself and what you say about yourself is really important and it drives how you show up and your actions and your attitude um yeah and basically the trajectory of of your life yeah and i think i know i said lastly the last time but <laughs> <laughs> lastly again <laughs> i think uh the, the reality of life is that even though we're saying all these things be kind to yourself you know have compassion towards yourself it's really not easy it's easier said than done mm. you know when you're you're in a situation where you have to practice all those things that you wrote it takes in your quite an effort great effort and to actually stay there mm. to say no no i will not return to that no mm. no i have mm. to be nice to myself no this is the words that i have to use on myself this is the speech i will i will accept from other people to me i will not let anybody say i am this when i know i'm not and when they say that this is what i'll say mm. this is how I'll, uh, these are uh, my rebuttals towards that mm. so it's very important to also be realistic with ourselves and know that okay this is the, this is how i generally behave this is what i would like to change this is what i would like to do about it this is the person that i want to help me but at the end of the day it's all it all lies with me Mm. and how intentional I am about it. So we have to be very realistic with ourselves and very, very forgiving. Like, okay, I said I'll count from 1 to 10 when I'm angry, but yesterday I smashed the wall. I shouldn't have Mm. done that. So we have to be very, very nice not nice but patient with ourselves as well that okay i'm I'm coming along just fine i'm on i'm on five over ten so it's okay it's okay i didn't react well yesterday but this is what i can do about it so you have to be very realistic we have to be patient with ourselves because sometimes it's hard to unlearn something Mm. when you used to behaving some type of way reacting some type of way now you have to shift the gears to something else completely different but still Mm. healthy for you so it's important to be patient with us with yourself you know, even if it means at the end of your day you jot down all the good things that happened, all the the good things that you you did, that you're proud of yourself for. Keep your notebook, 
so that at the end of the day, if you ever feel mushy, you go back to it and you're like, hmm, on the first, this is what I did. Mm. And I'm so proud of myself for it because it's not everybody who, who, who just, mm. like, achieve such things, you know. So it's important to also be realistic with ourselves that we may be listening to podcasts about being compassionate to ourselves. But after you listen, you're like, hmm. Where was I? <laughs> to go right back into... Yes. Yeah, let's yeah. get it on. So yeah. it's really not easy, but guys, give yourself a fighting chance. Give yourself I, a I like what you said about how it becomes difficult to have to do it in the moment when you have to do it. Mm. And I think if you're going to wait until you get into a moment when you have to do it, then it will become difficult. But if you make it an everyday practice to yes. be kinder to yourself, to seek out situations where you are kinder to yourself or affirming yourself for this, uh, congratulating yourself for that, being kind and saying, okay, okay, you can do better next time for this. It makes it, I think, a lot easier when you have a real situation uh, because you kind of have built up a habit of kindness and Mm. compassion to yourself that even when you get into a situation, um, of course, your go-to response would be maybe to be harsh, but once you've built a habit or a pattern of of self-compassion it's very easy to slip right back into it and say okay so this is what happened and now how can i deal with it in a more compassionate in a more kind way so you don't have to wait until you have that one big thing um that you have to be compassionate about yourself in even in your daily tasks even in your daily life your daily interactions with people you can keep um your self-compassion and it will come out a lot when you when you really need it and you don't have to like think it sometimes you need to express it Mm. take it out like i love this no this is actually good that could be good for me express it because sometimes keeping your statements inside thinking them sometimes you just need to say it with your chest yeah i actually love this i actually love blue to bring out my eyes oh my god this hairstyle is bringing out Mm. my big forehead oh my god (laughs) forehead gang i'm so pretty Mm. so you need to say these things out loud Mm. and feel it and trust me you will actually really feel good you're like hmm Mm. do i feel good i feel good i feel good (laughs) i feel good (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, so we we really need to practice those things yeah Mm. oh thank you you for joining us today and having a really good show on self-compassion and the benefits and how we can apply it and what we can say to ourselves and yeah you can find Kikito on twitter yes i'm on twitter at butle underscore sp and on instagram with the same handle yeah and thank you see you next sunday bye bye